you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and today is Friday, November 22nd, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT. As with every episode, we start off this one saying that the intended audience for this episode is everyone. Let's just get right into it. Alcidian launches Australia's first mobile EMR app. This is pretty big news for Australia, as this has not been done before. And Alcidion released, uh, it's called Maya, M-E-M-R-E, so memory, I guess. Um, so it's an EMR that can be accessed through a mobile app. This allows providers to access all the information they need to do their clinical care, including caseloads, critical values, and the entire patient record. It's being used through uh, fire clinical events, and they are piloting this right now in Australian health services throughout emergency departments. So this is pretty cool because clinical care can now be prioritized better because they have access uh, mobily to the information that they need. So not only is this a great way to make the care more efficient by having providers have access on, to things on the go, but this allows them to stratify and categorize risks to prioritize the tasks that they need to do, overall reducing the time it takes to go through their day. All right, so next news item is Google offers online tools to help with secure cloud hosting. So security is always an issue when it comes to healthcare data, and it becomes more so when storing data in a cloud. And Google has started to offer a toolkit to help with securing this type of data. They are releasing what's called the Google Cloud Healthcare Data Protection Toolkit. And it has a number of scripts and procedures that will help people build out a cloud system that's uh, on Google Cloud that will be appropriate for storing and managing health data. So there are details on how security and permissions work, as well as how connectivity and login or monitoring works within the platform. And they are also going to be including information on interoperable data formats, which uh, Google Cloud currently supports. And this includes Fire, HL7 version 2, and DICOM. All right, so next news item is a health system uses Epic and other tools to fix its interoperability challenges. So in Nebraska, Faith Regional Health Services, they recently went live with the Epic application from its legacy systems. They previously had a number of different systems in their organization, which included things like NextGen EHR, Sorian EHR, Cerner, Kronos uh, for Timekeeping, and ePowerDoc. And they needed to streamline their processes by going to an enterprise route to ensure that all their systems were interoperable. What they ended up doing was using InforSuite for the HR and payroll side while they chose Epic for the enterprise EHR. And they had success in that they adapted to the usage of Epic pretty quickly, but there were still some lessons learned. And they found that, you know, there's an importance with training and workflows, as many of us informatics uh, pharmacists already know. And if the system workflow was designed to be in a certain way, then training needs to occur and be clearly communicated with the users to ensure that the correct usage of the system is done. Otherwise, there would be a lot of negative consequences that would happen if these were not met. And there's also an importance in distinguishing whether something is truly a system issue or if it's a workflow issue, which then circles back to the training aspect of getting people on the same page of what they need to do. All right, so the next uh, news item, the last one is Google demos its EHR-like clinical documentation tool. So yeah, we got another Google headline. This one's pretty cool because Google is working with healthcare system Ascension on clinical documentation. And, you know, Google is a massive company and this already has some controversy surrounding it, but it's still a step forward in clinical documentation. The reason it's kind of controversial ties into the fact that there's so much data that's presented to the provider while using the tool and there's also some privacy concerns. 
So basically, when the doctor signs into the system, there's a unified data set that's visible to them, and clicking on any of the values will drill deeper into that information. In addition, there's a lot of metrics and graphs that are visibly there and traded for the provider. They also have shorthand words that they can use to search the chart. Um, and currently, St. Louis-based Ascension Healthcare will be the first to use this technology, and I'm pretty curious to see how it turns out. As much as Google is so advanced, I do wonder if they're the autocomplete or typo algorithms, if they're going to be working for healthcare safely and if they're going to be effective. So, you know, we in healthcare, we have so many different words and weird terms and diagnoses. So I wonder how that algorithm is going to work. All right. So before we go, if you'd like to hear more news on healthcare IT, you can check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. Right. If you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy and me and remember technology is a tool patient care is the goal